Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is Finding Your Son of Peace. In Luke chapter 10, verse 1, it says, After these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. Then jumping down to verse 5, he says, he tells him, but whatever house you enter, first say peace to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest on it. If not, it will return to you. And remain in the same house, eating and drinking such things as they give. For the laborer is worthy of his wages. Do not go from house to house. In my book, Help, I'm a Pastor, I have 80 core values in the front of the book. Practical wisdom for church leaders. Each of the core value has a, a dec- declaration statement and then a brief paragraph describing it. And one of the core values that I talk about is this. In any people group my ministry wants to influence, I look for the son of peace or the daughter of peace to work through. Let me read that core value again. In any people group my ministry wants to influence, I look for the son of peace or daughter of peace to work through. And then I write, Jesus told his disciples to do this in Luke 10.6. When they went to a new city, they were to find a person to primarily work through in order to reach the people there. As a leader, I embrace this profound strategy in reaching people, whether in another nation or in a group in our area, such as youth, seniors, young adults, business people, or others. Finding the son or daughter of peace. Some translations say man of peace. And this is a principle that missionaries have used for years as they go into a different culture, a different nation, is they put a lot of seed out. And and I'm not saying don't put a lot of seed out. I believe it's important to do that. But those missionaries, one strategy is to find those who are responding, someone from the culture who understands the people there. And if they are a connection point for you to bring positive change into that culture. And it's a great, it's a great strategy. It's Jesus' strategy here in Mark 10. I want to say more about it, but let me just go back to something that really intrigues me that isn't even a part of this message, where it says this, But whatever house you enter, first say peace to this house. Peace to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest on it. 
If not, it will return to you. <laughs> that, this is a profound verse about the spiritual reality of, of impartation and that we have something to deposit. We have something, not just words, but literally a spiritual substance. My wife loves this type of teaching, this type of revelation. She teaches on it in her book, Living from the Unseen, that is such a great resource for people who want to understand the substance of the spirit realm. And so I pray over you that you will get increasing confidence to release peace, to release blessing, and to believe that it actually will stay. And I mean, this is fascinating. It says, uh, if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest on it. If not, it will return to you. <laughs> I don't fully understand that, but it's, it's profound. So as we're talking about finding your son of peace or your daughter of peace, whatever our calling is, whatever people groups we believe that were especially called and commissioned to influence this principle here of finding people who are responding, if, especially if we're not part of that culture. If we're not part of that culture, then we don't understand that culture to the highest level. And so we find that person. If we believe we're called to influence business leaders, we find a business leader who we have relationship with, who we're building trust or have trust, who also is in the business world. We work through them. And as I've already described, if it's teenagers, we've, we find a teenager who's responding. If we believe we're called to single parents, we find a single parent who's living in that world, living in that culture to work through. Now, Jesus sent him out two by two. And he not only sent him out two by two uh, in Luke 2.10, I mean, excuse me, in Luke 10, but it, he's into partnerships. He's into us agreeing with others to see a purpose accomplished. One can put a thousand to flight to 10,000, it says in Deuteronomy. Now, I want to take this principle even farther of finding your son of peace. If you want to influence your family at a higher level and you want to see the kingdom advance in your family, one of the questions to ask is, who is a son of peace? Who's a daughter of peace? Who do I have relationship with that I can partner with to influence my family in a greater way? And certainly I'm a part of the culture of my family, so the principle is a little different. But I believe that the, what I'm saying today is a broader implication for us increasing our influence when we actually partner with somebody. Or maybe on the job, the place where we work, we feel a calling to increase our influence for the kingdom, finding somebody else, finding another son or daughter of peace and getting with them and saying who we have we have trust with and let's get God's plan let's start praying 
together. Let's get a strategy together of how to increase our influence. The same could be if we're a student at school or our neighborhood where we find another neighbor where we partner with and, and we say, let's, let's start praying. Let's ask God for a strategy. And so this principle of working with people and is powerful when we're seeking to reach new cultures where what Jesus was talking about here in Luke 10. But it's also powerful for cultures that we're a part of. And we, again, want to increase our influence. And I believe today as I'm talking that the Lord is even opening your eyes to see people, to see what he's already doing. I love to share John 4.35. I've shared it before on these podcasts where Jesus says, Do you not say four months and then the harvest? But I say to you, look up and see the fields are white for harvest. Jesus says, you basically are saying it's not happening yet. But I'm saying if you look up and see, you're going to find the fields are white. You're going to find something to partner with. You're going to find what I'm doing and as you partner with what I'm doing, it's going to create great breakthrough. And we despise not the day of small beginnings. And so in every culture, every culture that you feel called to influence, I believe this as you allow the Lord to open your eyes and as you look up and see, you're going to find something that he's already doing. You're going to find what he's already doing is almost always a person to partner with. You want to see greater breakthrough in your church. There's somebody to partner with that you can connect with to help make that happen at a higher level. You want to see people get freedom from poverty, people who are, are, are battling poverty, and that's your, you feel your calling. There's somebody responding, even in that environment, but also outside of that environment. I hope you understand what I'm saying today. And I, I just bless you in the name of Jesus for your eyes to be opened like never before to find sons and daughters of peace in cultures you're not a part of, that you feel called to influence, and fellow sons and daughters of peace in cultures that you are a part of, but you need that connection point to take your influence to a higher level. Hey, Steve Backling here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And we're here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. If somebody, if something's going to change, somebody's going to get hope. And hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present. And I have the power to help make it so. And hope is an overall optimistic attitude about the future based on the goodness and promises of God. And remember, too, 
that the joy of the Lord is your strength. I don't need strength at the end of the battle. I need strength in the middle of the battle. I've found this out. There's no convenient time to walk in radical joy. (laughs) There's no convenient time to walk in radical joy. Pretty much everybody listening right now today is just not a good day to walk in radical joy. No, I need joy today. I've got things going on. I've got things I'm disappointed about. I've got uh, relational challenges. I've got personal weaknesses that that I want to see more fully overcome. Uh, I'm hearing negative news in the media, you know, and all of that that wants to zap my joy. But again, I say there's never a time, but it's my strength. Jesus in Hebrews 1.9 created a culture of gladness around him. It says Jesus was anointed with the oil of gladness above all his companions. And so I say thank you, Lord, for this one who's listening. And we can stir up our joy through thanksgiving through delighting in the Lord. Woohoo, Lord, I don't know how you're going to do it, but you're going to do it through a merry heart by giving place to laughter. And so thank you, Lord, for this one who's getting stirred up by your joy. Hey, if you like these podcasts from Igniting Hope Ministries, why don't you tell somebody else about them? And just a couple announcements coming up. Ash Lumley on our team is doing a five-week course called Unhindered, and she's just got some great revelation on that. It's going to be a powerful course just to get even more freedom and breakthrough in your emotions and your beliefs and just to unleash the passion that's in your heart. You can find out about that at ignitinghopeacademy.com. And also, starting in September, if you like these podcasts, and you are ready to go to another level in getting this message in your spirit, starting in September, the Transformational Mind Renewal course will start. It's a five-month powerful course. We've got two levels, so to speak, of how you can do it, just a basic level that you can just do on your own, which is so powerful. And then there's a the same content at a level two where you're able to have more community connection, have more uh, input into your life on leadership and other things. Those That's going to happen in September where it's going to be on Igniting Hope Academy. We haven't released the um, way for you to sign up for that just yet, but you can just be getting ready for that if you feel you're stirring in your spirit. It's, that course is made for people on the go for three, four hours a week, time commitment, podcast that you can listen to getting ready in the morning, driving, whatever. And it takes the five steps of radical mind renewal that we teach and does one month each on those steps We did it last year. We had so many great testimonies about that. So just pray about that. For some of you, that's going to be something that the Lord would would have you do. Hey, thanks so much. Steve Backlund here, Igniting Hope Ministries. I look forward to being with you again next week on another great podcast from Igniting Hope. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.